since we're on the topic of Wonder Woman, the one last thing I want to touch on, the thing that I, you know, I was really happy to see is that it was it's the highest grossing movie with a female female director ever with seven hundred eighty one million dollars, which you know. Again, Hollywood will see the director? this. Her name is uh, Patty Jenkins. She directed. Uh, I did notice that. That was like the the thing I noticed, like at the beginning part of the credits. I I made a mental note of this was also directed by a woman, and that's fucking badass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she she and she knocked it out of the park. She's directed. Uh, she directed Monster from back in I think it was like 2006 or something like that. 2008. That's a great. That movie. is a great fucking movie yeah it's depressing as shit but that's a great fucking movie and she actually did a netflix series called the killing it's actually one on my on my list i haven't watched yet and it's like it's got two seasons so i'm gonna check that out now especially because i didn't know she did that but anyways yeah so patty jenkins the same direct director she's gonna be directing the next wonder woman too so that's cool yeah because they like that opening weekend after all the money it made like you know i think 100 million in the first weekend and they're like okay well we'll you know, we'll make a second one. You can direct it again. <laughs> yep. And they just they signed her up again. Said, "Yep, you can go and make another one. Just do that again for us." That's just cool. Do whatever that was you did, do that again. We yep. like that money. Keep it coming. No, that was it. Was a good. It was a good movie. Um, it was a long movie, but it didn't feel like a long yeah. movie. I feel like they could have cut out a lot of the, the squad parts of like the you know the Piper guy and the guy who was unfortunately named Chief. That oh, was the one we native. Need, we need to see Spud right. to carry a movie along. Yeah, exactly. Right. I, I felt like we could have omitted like all any of their interactions, and it would have been fine. Yeah, I agree. I did find it humorous that Spud was in that, especially since T two just came out yeah and, and when they're interviewing he's not present he's just a he's just an eight by ten it but honestly it led me to believe that maybe he had passed <laughs> that led you to believe what that he was dead <laughs> it's like this in memoriam thing or what <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i don't think that it was a total pivotal plot point the movie was a little too long for me i was gonna say like as, as leonard malton would say it was over long like you could have definitely trimmed out some of it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, I love I love when Leonard Maltin gets like you know snipey about movies. It's really funny. Oh, yeah. I think the problem is though they spend so much money on these movies yeah. that leaving stuff on the cutting room floor becomes a harder justification now because it's costing you. Well, that that right there, that's about ten million. Maybe yeah. we should just well, keep maybe, it in. I mean, that was a little. Oh, you think you think the bean counters yeah. control it in that way? I that's terrible because I, I know it's it's projected budget was 149 million, but it made 781 million. So obviously wow. they had a return on investment. <laughs> right. To be to be perfectly frank, I think a lot of it is the dumbing down of some of the things that have to be in a movie that maybe prolong it and. Yeah. Not to sound arrogant, but when people are choosing not to read and not to be a part of society, what, what do you yeah. expect? And you need that yeah, whole, not... like, that That was the th- one thing that bugged me, too, is the last, like, 20 minutes, the 30, like, or 20 or 30 minutes of the fight scene at the end, where it's just, like, CGI of them fighting back and forth and yeah. throwing each other around. It's like, okay, this is just stupid. You can see, because, you know, yeah. um, uh, Zack Snyder was, uh, well, he's executive producer or something like that, so... You know, that you can definitely tell that's when he kind of stepped in like, oh, let's have this really great fight scene at the end with like, she'll throw a tank at him and he'll have like this really cool armor and there'll be all these flames. And it'll be, be really cool. cool. Blow it <laughs> yeah. What's interesting is like having experienced editing multiple types of content, be it audio or video, just being a part of like, the process. True, 
Hollywood productions um, and seeing the the daunting task that is throwing something away because the amount of time and effort that goes into every single shot is is just amazing you, you know these people this is what they do 24 7 and they do have it down but it still takes a really really long time just to oh, process yeah. one shot so justifying throwing these shots away you know is 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 really hard and so i kind of understand but i i do hope that the people that edit continue to have that that eye and the directors continue yeah. to have that eye to know when to drop the content like suicide squad it could have been such a better movie had they Agreed. just allowed editing editor to, you know, your job. Yeah. Really well, like the problem with Suicide Squad was like it, they'd had it all shot and like edited and then Deadpool came out and Deadpool like was a huge success. So they went back and they did a bunch of reshoots and re-edited it to try to make it more fun. And when they should have left it alone. Yeah, because it, it was supposed to be really dark. Else? How dumb is that? Yeah. Yeah, because Deadpool was such a success that no one saw it coming. They're like, oh, let's make ours like this, kind of like an action comedy. Like, you know, and then it just did not work because they tried to shoot it one way. Then they went back to try to shoot another way, and it just fucked the whole thing up. That is very interesting, knowing that that little little tidbit of information, because I was like, who edited this movie? They just totally yeah, it was... killed this big budget movie. Yeah, yeah, it was some executive probably went and saw it, like, you know, saw it, read the paper that Deadpool, like, you know, made three times its budget. Like, you know, I think it was like 50 million and it made somewhere in like the range of 20 or 200 and 300 million. You know, like, he oh, well, we should do something. And he did one of those arrogant drugs and he came in and he said, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. I got a great idea. We're going to totally take this movie and we're going to make it somebody else's movie. Uh-huh. Is that a raincoat? <laughs> yes, it is. In 87. Huey released this for their most accomplished album. I think their undisputed masterpiece is Hip to Be Square. A song so catchy, most people probably don't listen to the lyrics, but they should, because it's not just about the pleasures of conformity and the importance of trends, it's also a personal statement about the band itself. Hey, Paul! Ah! Yeah, exactly. We're going to try to bite off of Fox because they did it well. Oh, my God. <laughs> Because what what Fox was smart because of what they did, they just well they kept cutting the budget for Deadpool, but they uh they stepped away. They kinda of just let him do it. They like I think the budget was like originally like a hundred million and they cut it down to like fifty. So they had to cut out like a bunch of it. Um like the whole like end of Deadpool, there's supposed to be that scene, you know, where he goes to the there's like that downed helicarrier. There's supposed to be this huge like action scene of him running floor by floor having gunfights but they had to cut it out because they didn't have the budget for it anymore so they wrote oh, it out wow. that like oh he he left he left his bag of guns in the car because that's that's how they got rid of that scene it's like yeah. oh i left all my guns behind so i can't have this like giant shootout that's really funny. yeah again like that we were talking about earlier like you know if you don't have the money you find creative ways to make it work and that worked yeah like it made yeah. it really funny <laughs> This shit's gonna have nuts in it. You know, when I worked on like small budget films, it was it was interesting because they were more of people's passion projects. You know, sometimes you would have really big names show up on on these sets, and and they were legitimately there because it was a passion pro project. They could have been making bank on another movie, but they really liked this movie and signed on. And you know, B movies and all these low budget movies really have a big place in my heart, a better dynamic because 
or be, because they are more dynamic. Well, I think some actors do be movies because because they they respect their friends and they love their friends and they want to help help their friends. You know, some some of those movies are it's very it's it's you have to really stretch yourself to understand how that could possibly be anybody's passion. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you want to make art, you don't care like at what cost and and these people you know at least the people that i met while i was working on these projects they they really didn't care i mean we were working horrible hours we were working 14 to 16 hour days not making any money and you know the bonus was the day that the guy brought the chicken bucket in the crew shed (laughs) because he he needed just the chicken bones for props and we were like sweet we got food this day like you know what i mean like (laughs) So, so there's like a passion. There's an it's an insanity as well. But what's that? I said at some point it becomes modern day slavery because everybody knows you're trying to climb the ladder. Well, yeah, it is, yeah. But you can't get in until you've worked on a film, and you can't work on a film until you've had experience. But you can't get the experience with you know until you beg for chicken scraps. <laughs> Basically, yeah. But but I mean, it's so much easier to make content now. Like. Sure. Yeah. You know, when when I was, you know, going to film school and, and whatever, it, the cameras weighed a billion pounds. Um, like you ha- the the best quality that you could have on hand was a VHS tape. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So um, digital cameras weren't the thing. You know, now you have artists that are shooting music videos entirely on an iPhone and editing it, you know, right there on their Mac. And and it's just. And I now remember you have, like platforms to put it out there like super easy. Right. And um actually one interesting thing, uh Chance the Rapper apparently saved SoundCloud uh because they were losing funds left and right and SoundCloud is one of those I mean we use SoundCloud to host our podcast, yeah. but it's a great platform for digital artists, music artists and and you know, for that to go away or, you know, end because of funding is crazy. So it was really cool that, you know, here's a guy who's obviously successful and he came in and, and he helped save the day. Save the day. So. My favorite part about technology is is I remember when the iPhones came out, everybody thought they were going to film everything and they were going to just be these giant creative people. But what's really happened over the years, especially as Apple has clearly plateaued and, and is kind of falling to the wayside, is the lack of follow through, quite frankly. <laughs> people realize, like you're saying, yeah. that it's a lot of work. It is a lot of, lot of work. Yeah, yeah. It. I mean, the one thing that, you know, I I enjoy about doing the audio is it's cheaper, one, and you don't need, like, all the cameras. You don't need all the extra equipment. You can make, make do with a couple of mics and, and you know, a DAW system and, and whatnot. But when we started shooting this one film, and uh, it was the beginning of the release of digital video, so we weren't having to use real film, you're like, okay, cool, this camera's going to be way more easy to manage because it doesn't have all this extra shit in it. Well, the batteries on these digital cameras 
weighed so much. Like I dropped one on my foot one day. It hurt so bad. It was like 50 pounds. Like, like, like this brick. My foot. <laughs> exactly. Like I fucking broke my foot, man. I can't bring you the battery. You're gonna have to send back up. But now I can like hold a freaking digital camera in my hand and spin it around if I wanted to. So it's, yeah. it's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Like we were talking about like last episode, how we went from having computers that were the size of warehouses to ones that are more powerful and have more memory that are handheld. Like, yeah. Crazy. It's it, it's crazy. You can make a, a film on your iPad like, you know. And not have to worry about breaking your back. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole wave of jobs just kind of gone. Cameramen. Well, having to carry that shit. That you just, <laughs> yeah, you just, just you, there was always corn-fed guys around who just could easily stay still and hold these fucking cameras. Yep. When I first, you know, went to film school, you kind of you kind of know about movies, you've watched them, so you sort of are familiar with who does what and what does, you know, what happens. And for some reason, I don't even know why, maybe just because it sounded cool. I'm not sure what my logic was, but I was like, I want to I wanna be a Steadicam operator because, like, <laughs> like, the cool thing about that is, like, you're all up in it. You're taking these live action shots and you're yeah. in it. You're moving, you know, it's like a dance. You're dancing around the actors. Yeah, it's very choreographed. I, I think I weighed like 120, 125 at the time. And they were like, there's no way that you can do this. And I was like, fuck you. I can do whatever I want to do. And they were like, okay. So they <laughs> they took the, uh, <laughs> like you you thought steel plate fencing boobies was, was tough, but they took the harness <laughs> for this uh, steady cam. It was like, what was that movie? 16 Candles where um, Joan Cusack, who oh, had the, 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 girl that had the, the shit. Like she broke her neck or some shit, and it was like yeah. the body cast, and then it went up around her head. This was kind oh, of the like, halo. What, this, yeah, this is basically <laughs> what the steady cam was. It was like this giant plaster chest, and then you had you you um, wrapped around your waist, and that was like I guess it would be sort of like a gyroscope. So mm. the camera was attached to that, so that was essentially your tripod, and then it came out, it extended, it went down, it went up. And it was, you know, each part of this bend and extension had one of these gyroscopes, which pff, probably weighed like 50 pounds. <laughs> so yeah. you've got like 200 pounds worth of equipment on you before you even put the camera on. And Fuck. again, this was like film camera. So you had the film, you had the weight of all that, like that big, heavy Panavision camera. Please tell me somebody came in and put a battery in the back of it and that just dropped you. No, man, they didn't even have to add a battery. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 like someone was standing like beside me and I was like yeah I got this you know I was all like young and stupid and cocky and shit and I was like I can do this and then they like just they like barely set the camera on they didn't even like screw it in yet and to fully mount it and I just like toppled to the ground I was like oh my god and, like, people, baby. I was like I got this so so like I forced myself um this was pre-shoulder injuries <laughs> so i forced myself to like to like suck it up and i think i held the camera for probably 30 seconds maybe 45 seconds and i was like okay my camera my camera operating career is over <laughs> like, this is it it's and done let this be a lesson to you ladies who think you can do it all right? i'm like, not wondering if i can pick shit up what are you talking about well now it's also light we don't have to worry about that 
right? Now I'm all, fuck, I missed my opportunity. (laughs) But now there are all these men who can't feed their families. No, no, no. no. They're still camera operators, but... (laughs) They're just not not as buff as they used to be. Well, yeah. They're going to the wayside like the buggy whip. (laughs) The buggy whip. But I'm excited about this Deadpool, too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have, I've kind of been avoiding... I've always seen is the... Uh, there was the trailer at the beginning of uh, Logan. That's all I've seen yeah. for it. It's where it's the one where he's like on in, changing in the uh, the telephone booth while the guy's getting mugged in the alley. <laughs> 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 so wonderful. <laughs> Plus you get a shot yeah. of Ryan Reynolds' ass, so that's nothing nothing bad about Fuck that. Fuck yeah! Yeah, that, he's adorable. He, I love him. Yeah. He's one good-looking dude, what and he's funny as shit. creepy movie where he put Homegirl from um, the vampire movies, he put her head in the fridge. Uh, oh, She's um, also in the LCD sound system uh, video. I've seen, I know what you're talking uh, about. It's, he, he has, like, the dog, and, like, he's, like, oh, I, It's called Voices, I think. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that is a great yeah, fucking the, movie. The Voices, yeah. If you're the talking- Voices, yeah. Um... <laughs> I remember we we let a friend borrow that. We had gotten it on Netflix, and we watched it, and we laughed, and we let a friend borrow it, and, I, and they, they were kind of like, um, so, yeah, I watched that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think they started to become a little concerned about what I found humorous. I mean, what do you expect from a guy who thought it was okay to jerk off a dog into a donut? I mean... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's from Canada. You can't blame him. Yes, that's a fact. <laughs> and he originated in... Do you remember the first TV show he was in? No, God, no. No. Uh, two guys, a girl, in a pizza place. Jesus wow. Christ, I remember that title, but I don't remember watching it. When did that come out? It was originally broadcast on ABC from March 10th, 1998 till May 2001. And it, he was... One of the main characters. Yeah, it's funny. I actually got a uh, Ryan Reynolds movie coming on my Netflix. It's um, Selfless with um, Ben Kingsley. I this movie. It looks it's, kind it's, of serious, I, I, I think it kind of went in and out of theaters really quickly. I think it's it's the premise is that Ben Kingsley is this you know, uh, super rich dude. And then he basically pays to have his mind put into the body of someone else after he dies. And that person ends up being Ryan Reynolds. Okay, so this is like Ben Kingsley, Ryan Reynolds, Freaky Friday? Is that Essentially, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think they changed place. I think just Ben Kingsley's mind gets put inside of Ryan Reynolds. And then his mind tries to fight back or something like He's that. He's just a body thief. <laughs> Basically, Whoa. yeah. That's kind of crazy. I'll have to check out this uh, selfless movie. I'll tell you if For it's For some reason, we'll I'm like... <laughs> I remember being uh, like in and out of theaters really quickly, so I'm not sure uh, how good well, it is. Oh, maybe not. Yeah. But maybe people were like, "You can't repeat Vanilla Sky." Yeah. But it looks like you get to see him naked. So I mean, yeah, naked Ryan Reynolds won't say That's no to that. Best. Isn't that what the internet is for? <laughs> I mean, like I could just pull it up right now if I wanted to see that. Way ahead of you. And it. it... <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of another Ryan Reynolds sexual awakening. <laughs> I'll tell you in another life when we are both cats. Science! Yeah, think of science. I've got stories about uh, some of our favorite topic, cow farts. 
Ah, now that's what I'm talking about. Yep. Um, apparently they found uh, with cows, because you know cows are, you know, huge chunk of our CO2 comes from them. The methane, um, yeah. Uh, between their farts and actually more so their belches. Um, oh, they, really? I don't really think about cows burping that much. No. Yep, apparently. Um, like, yeah, basically I mean, like 90%. I mean, cute little bottoms. That's all I really think about. Their faces are cute, but I don't really think of anything coming out of them. Yeah. It's weird that They're I think... All... Hey, Polly! <laughs> this grass, man, it's making me gassy. <laughs> These are clearly oh, East Coast cows I'm speaking of. Jersey cows. cows. <laughs> yeah, so it's, you know, in the in the process of, you know, cows breaking down uh, grass and hay and whatnot, there's, you know, certain bacteria that live in their gut that, you know, cause them the, you know, the, the uh, fermentation that causes them to burp a bunch. But uh, they found if they mix in this certain type of seaweed, it's an actually an algae known as aspor- asparagus. Oh, no, uh, asparagus. Asparagus. Uh, Taxiformis. Yeah. Asparagus. So now their pee smells. What? Yep. <laughs> so basically, yeah, well, it's funny because they only need to put like two percent uh, concentration into it and it reduces their emissions by seventy percent. Because they found a bunch. It's like a magic yeah. bean. Yeah, because they, they found like. Cows up in the in Canada that live near the coast would go down and eat this algae, and like all of a sudden they weren't like belching, farting as much. So they've been researching, and they found that oh hey, we could start growing that. All right, but what scientist was hanging out around well, in the cows' rears? I imagine <laughs> it, it more more the the, the cattle farmer. Oh yeah, I, I, where, I, where I imagine it stems from is and it, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but if cows are all grass fed then you don't have to worry about E. coli when, while they're at the slaughterhouse. But because our cows are corn-fed, and if you, yeah. don't, um, you don't have proper sanitation at the slaughterhouse is when that becomes an issue. So if, we didn't, if, if we're going to entrap them, we should at least entrap them with the things that they probably need. So this is interesting that this is something that they need. Yep. Yeah, but because yeah, it says... Uh... Well, it has to do with the fact that they stand in the manure all day. Yeah, just unsanitary conditions all around, both leading up to and coming from. Actually, that reminds me of the E. coli thing. Fun fact, uh, E. coli is present in flowers. I was reading an article about that today. Like, So even if you have like ground, you know, ground up flour that you use for baking, that can have presence of E. coli in it just because it's an inherent uh, thing that happens in uh, wheat. So watch but out for that. It's so sitting? Yeah, even if you just like ate like straight up raw flour, you could get E. coli poisoning from it. That's it. I'm going back to eating sawdust. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I ever leave sawdust? Fucking um, cardboard sawdust. Here I come. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So like that's that's why you probably you really shouldn't eat like raw dough and stuff like that. In addition oh, to eating your main raw, raw eggs. Dough. Yep. You run it. You run it. You can do I it. Always... Just running a, running a gamble. That's interesting though. So so do you think? Do you think that like this is like my cartoon brain? I'm I'm picturing like yeah. like a, a a herd of cattle. Mm-hmm. Um, picture this with me. Close your eyes. Let's 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 reminisce here. Paint me a word let's, picture. Let's, paint you a word picture. Uh, so I see about ten to twelve cows on the California coast, all sitting on a picnic bench overlooking the ocean. Oh. Sunset coming down as they're partaking on some. Bountiful seaweed-wrapped grass rolls. <laughs> Is it wrong? I'm totally picturing like the far side cows, the ones that stand on the boats. 
just like a Picasso god rog. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have the one, the one, the one cow uh, pushing on the uh, slaughterhouse door. It says full. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Moby. This episode awesome. is not vegan. Oh. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> That's interesting, though. Huh. Yeah, I, mean, I guess it article... pays attention to be observant. Yeah, I mean, being good all. He probably, you know what? He probably wasn't observant. He was probably just so happy that he wasn't smelling cow farts He's anymore. Like, Man, my cow smells <laughs> like, a lot yes. worse. <laughs> it was his self-preservation so he could get onto a new fucking field of topic of research. <laughs> the sad truth is, it's really going to be hard to manufacture that because. In America yeah. alone, we have 1.5 billion cows. Um, so if holy if cow, <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, so if like if we were to take Australia for Australia alone, they would need 15,000 acres of seaweed farms just for their stock, and oh to do America in proportion, we need 33 times that. Whoa. So, so yeah. we're gonna buy, we're gonna make our own little like greenhouses, and we're gonna make this shit. Basically, yeah. Well, the cows are making shit. We're gonna make the seed wheat. That's. I mean, if well, if fuck tilapia yeah. farms, we're gonna make seaweed farms. <laughs> Hydroponics. Yep. Here we come. That's kind of crazy. Yep. That's so. a lot of cows. It's gonna. It, that's it, all it, you care about the environment, and this current administration doesn't. So we won't make any money on that. Yeah. <laughs> ding, what ding, is it? There's eighty-seven percent of Americans are unaware there's a uh, scientific consensus on climate change. What? That's another what? article I have pulled what up. Was yeah, that eighty-seven. Eighty-seven percent of Americans are unsure of that. There is a complete consensus in the scientific community that climate change is a real thing. I, so, I felt I felt my ear tightening up each time you said that number. Like 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 my just yeah. Like it didn't want to accept that. That's terrible. Yeah. yeah. Come Only thirteen percent of people know up. that there's a ninety to one hundred percent consensus, and then it just the the graph breaks it down from there, and it's just. I'll send I'll send you the picture, but yeah, it's a depressing fuck? one. Yep. That's crazy. I just don't understand. Uh, I mean, like, I do understand because we've, we've created the idiot box for a reason. Um, and we've definitely created the type of sheeple that our government wants to have on hand. Well, I mean, so much money goes into marketing and psychology of marketing that, that I, they almost can't even help it. Yeah. It's, it's so frustrating how many people are just oblivious to the things that go on in the world around you i mean well, there's, I am... there's such a backlash against intellectualism you know yeah. critical critical thought is a wrong thing to have right now well especially when it begins at self-development when you think self-development is having tangible things you're, you've taken several steps back yeah I mean, I get why people don't pay that much attention, because when you pay attention, it's super depressing. But think of how depressing it is for these people who are paying attention. Oh, well, yeah. Why would you but leave them? <laughs> you can't keep your head in the sand the whole, your whole life, because, I mean, I guess you can, but it just doesn't seem logical. Yeah, I know. That I remember reading, seeing something months back, and it was a study that found, uh, like, a lot of scientists, especially climatologists, were uh, had much more bleak worldviews because they know the answers. They're trying to teach it to people, but no one's listening. No one's caring, and they're just 
kind of giving up. So apparently suicide rates among the scientific community are going up because people are so despondent because they see this is happening and no one gives a crap. No one wants to do anything about it. Yeah. Like, we're trying to warn you about this coming problem and everyone's just like, whatever. It's cool. We don't care. Yep. We're not going to be alive then. No big deal. Yep. No, you either had to think God's going to save him. Here, I thought suicide was just for the French company, Larange. Ha <laughs> 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 I love you. Their, su- their suicide rate at that company was so high that I think the government interfered. Jeez. That's crazy. It's like a telecom company or something. And then they took a note from China and they just put nets out so people would stop <laughs> And I don't speak French, so I don't want to hear anybody complaining about how I pronounce that. That was pretty good pronunciation. I'm not drunk, oh, but it still sounded good. Um, well, it feels good coming from a Frenchie. <laughs> Speaking of putting your head in the sand, <laughs> one of our favorite websites, Snoops, for fact-checking, I'm, I'm not sure if anyone saw the article we posted on our Facebook page, found at Tripace Pod. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Snoops is actually facing an ugly legal battle. What? Um, the editorial staff at Snoops... Uh, wrote a short plea for help the other day asking for monies to fund its operations because another company that Snoops has contracted with continues to essentially hold Snoop.com's website hostage. Um, And they wrote, our legal team is fighting hard for us, but having been cut off from all revenues, we are facing the prospect of having no financial means to continue operating the site and paying our staff, not to mention covering our legal fees in the meanwhile. Which is... We're going to purchase people who put intellectual content out. Yeah. Well... It's censoring, basically, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds... Um, but only intellectuals. We don't censor people who think cow farts are funny. Yep. <laughs> uh, they set up a GoFundMe page, and they've already raised more than 92 thousand dollars and this was on the 24th of july um but it's saying you know because of all this fake news bullshit snoops has kind of become a vital part of the internet infrastructure because people rely on sites like this so much to go you need that fact checking yeah um and they actually began in the early 90s wow and it was built by a husband and wife team that is kind of a cool story that's crazy yeah i would read up on that. that So the, the couple created it, and it looks like they divorced. They each got 50% of the company, and they had new sort of investments. And it looks like maybe these investments, court filings. Here, I'll send you the article if you... The investors are, are turning against them? So she she sold half of her, her half of the company to... Um, these five men leaving her ex-husband with five new partners for the company. Oh, God. Its shareholders had to be people, not companies. So the stock purchase agreement between the men assigned them each equity on the split. And they had it at proper media. So it looks like they went to two separate companies. But yeah, so I'm not, it's kind of confusing actually when I look at it again here. So yeah, it looks like the the portion of the company where which ha- like owns Snoops Snoops.com is it's being they're essentially holding it hostage. So they're trying to fight for full legal ownership of 
that website and I guess obviously all their legal fees are going to that as opposed to financing the people who are researching and yeah. when did they when well, did they get divorced? Well the good news is they've hit their goal it's over, over 500,000 right now it's uh, 634,000. Oh they so. divorced in 2015. Okay. Oh so they have they have reached it. No she sold and now he they're imploding within. That's crazy. Yep. But they've well and above and beyond their goals. So, so yeah, that, that article's not what, written very well. But... Tyler? Oh, I said they're well above and beyond their goals, so yeah. at least there's that. But it just means it's going to probably be hard for that website to be updated for a while while the, you know, legal battles ensue. Yeah. It's kind of crazy, though, because, I mean, like, now more than ever, we totally need that Yeah. Site. I look at that website a lot because there's some things where I'm like... That's not true, even though I wish it was, because that's totally what I feel like this numbnut in office yeah. uh, would do. I still fact check it, and I'm like, uh, unfortunately, that's not true. Yeah, there's a lot of, <laughs> lot of clickbait out there. Yeah, I did see that the other day, so I thought that was an interesting read. Although, like I said, that article in The Atlantic wasn't written very well. Yeah. Oh, that is interesting. We'll have to post more about that. That's crazy, though. Yeah. They don't call them hostile takeovers for nothing. Yeah. Is it Snoops or Snops? I always call it Snopes. I thought it was Snoops because they're snooping for facts. Oh. Yeah. I never knew. And quite frankly, when you mentioned it the other day in passing, I thought you meant like literally Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Dog. <laughs> All right, here, I'm, I'm typing it in. Snoops pronunciation. Yeah, I'm already doing that. <laughs> it, it said Snopes. Snopes.com. Not Nopes.com. Snopes.com. <laughs> Whatever that dot com is, it's S N O U P E S dot com. Check your facts, people. Check your facts. <laughs> but not right now, because they need money. <laughs> Always facts. Sit tight while you check your facts. <laughs> In the interim, you can donate to Wikipedia. They'll appreciate it. Or you yeah. can donate to us at tripacepod.com. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to this month's episode of TriPace Pod. Look forward to hearing our voices in your ear holes once again at the beginning of next month. Don't forget to like and subscribe to TriPace Pod on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud because it stimulates dopamine production in our brains every time you do. You can creep on us from afar at Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at TriPace Pod. And of course, check out show notes, contact information, and buy merch at TriPacePod.com. Dot com. And as always, you're awesome. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha